I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 401 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello. Getting ready to step into some Chris versus the fan. Of course, I'm freshly back from a nice, well-needed vacation. <laughs> I guess I guess you can call it a vacation. It wasn't my cup of tea, but as long as my wife and my kids had a good time, I had a good time. As long as you got the presidential suite of cabins in Big Bear. <laughs> that's what matters most. Uh, Chris, how'd you do uh, while I was away? Uh, Chris versus uh, We had one day where I don't think anybody won. Nope. And then we so had one day where the first caller swept the categories. Yep. Uh, so we yeah, had so both sides of the spectrum and uh, Chris versus the fans. That usually bodes well for you. when uh, if, if you get a question coming your way, that's, that's usually a lost cause for contestants. Best way to beat you is not let you ever really get a shot. And that Truth. sounds like it happened. That is what happened yesterday. Scraby, uh, what are your questions like today, man? I actually feel like I have some pretty strong questions in there today. Pretty strong. Okay, well, Pretty without further ado, strong. let's get to some Chris versus the fan. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. You know what was, was interesting about being away is that just wasn't a lot of people out there which was fine which was actually the way i would prefer it right but it's just weird to go up to a place that a lot of people go to get away a vacation just, spot just nobody there were any of my vacation were any of my deputies <laughs> hanging out uh no weren't very many deputies hanging out i gotta there. get on them Scraby but said, i don't think they Scraby need to be the honest they with had you to order more citation books because of the, new, <laughs> the new closings in the yes. state from the governor to be honest though up in big bear i mean I it was it was tough to point out people uh, who were there that weren't wearing a mask. Mm, that's it good. Like, it seemed like the high majority of people were wearing a mask and, and trying to you know do whatever they can could to social distance. So now, I'm going to get out of curiosity. What did you do for food? Uh, you, was there any yeah. place you could go out to eat, or did you just have to pick up food at a bunch of places and bring that's a it great back? Great question. Or? We will. My wife uh, is is frugal, so we made sure <laughs> we had uh, a a, ch- um, a chest full of food and things ah. to make when we got up there. You so, brought, it, oh. brought it. Brought it with we, you. We brought it with us. The the, the one the, the one cool thing, uh, at least I found it cool in the first place that we were at that was about ninety seven degrees inside, was they had. <laughs> 
one of have you guys seen you guys have seen the wolf right it's the it's basically what restaurants use as their that flat iron uh, oh yeah 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 they had one of those in their Whoa. kitchen it was awesome breakfast was so easy like a Benny Hanna thing like a exactly like that's a amazing I told my wow. wife as soon as we walked in I was like I'm gonna try this thing I have to oh. I have to cook breakfast on it it was so easy so I need easy. to get up there. And I'm not even a good cook, by the way. <laughs> but I, I, I threw down on some, uh, uh, a couple breakfast burritos on that bad boy. Dang, it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, uh, scrape. Sorry, go ahead. Give no, us no, no, those, those are great stories. Now I'm really hungry for breakfast food. <laughs> okay. uh, but we can't eat breakfast, breakfast burritos. Burrito, yeah, can't yes, eat I them after 10 a.m. Okay. <laughs> you have to make That's it through in your th- world only. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And what are we playing for today, gentlemen? Congratulations. If you win, you'll get a $25 gift card to Crossroads Deli in the UTC area, San Diego's mom and pop sandwich shop. Check them out online at crossroadsdeli.com. So speaking of food, we've got some for you if you can win this game. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. All right. Well, let's get yes. to our we first contestant. We heard from contestant. you in that, in, that, in that same manner all three days of yeah. the year. Uh, pickles. <laughs> in that one, too. On. Yes. You said pickles like 60 times. <laughs> well, because Scraby's on the ones and twos, so of course yeah. he's going to overuse the I'm an original Fruit Loops guy. And you're a Fruit Loops I'm guy. I'm an original Fruit Loops guy. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> Angel out in South Bay. First time player. First Welcome player. to the show, Angel. Right. Angel. Angel, you there? Angel. Hello. You're a first time player. Angel. All right. Well, okay, I can hear you. First rule of being a first time player. When we go to you, you have to be there. We'll, we'll move on to Hector out in South Bay. Welcome to Good Wait. Hector. Wait. What are we waiting? What? Hold on. This might be Angel. I. Some of these have names and some of them are the wrong names. Is this Angel. This is Angel. All right. Angel. Oh, okay. There he is. Sorry, it's just so, it a, so basically, it was another Scrooby was why we didn't get Angel on the show. All right. That was that. All right. That was. That was. Yeah. Thank you for admitting Angel it. All right, Angel. Was, was doing everything right, and you messed him up. Okay, first we, we time, established that. First time players, Angel, you get a pass past the first round, but we're going to ask the question and see if you can get it anyway. Here we go. Here we go. In baseball. What is the term for a player that is in the batting order to hit only? The DH. He is a designated hitter. That is correct. We move to question number two. Just to clarify, Angel, you do not get a pass after the first round. Here we go. Yes, very good, though, Angel. You're in good shape so far. (laughs) Game, set, match is an expression used to indicate a competitor has won the game in which sport? That would be the sport with the little yellow ball, tennis, right? <laughs> that would be the sport with the <laughs> yellow, yellow, ball. yellow ball. Nice work. I thought that was going to be much harder. Good job. I did too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Here we go. Question number three for the championship. Championship. In your first time out, Angel. What winter Olympic sport features stones Sheets, pebbles, and houses. I got the I got the stones, but I can't hear the the, the last part. Yeah, stones, sheets, pebbles, and houses. <laughs> 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 
It's definitely not. That's <laughs> not the answer. Chris, Chris for the steal. Curling. Say it again. Curling. Curling is correct. Oh, Angel. Man, Angel. So I don't know if Angel was there, joking man. about that because curling is, I don't know if it's funny, if it's comically referred to as butt darts. I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> I haven't either, but it is a dart. There is a dart board basically on the ice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you I don't think. See what I'm saying? So maybe I, think I, he I just hope Angel wasn't out joking there. around there and cost himself a chance to win the prize, but he did. So. Did you hit your head? <laughs> did I hit my head? Yeah. Why? There is no chance you would ever be like, I think he's right, butt darts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to help. The, I always try to help the contestants out. You, you, you think I'm like, I am so, I, I am so, uh, you know, serious yeah. about this mm-hmm. game that I don't ever want anybody to win, and that is, it couldn't be further from the truth. I didn't expect you to go down swinging for butt darts, though. I didn't, I, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> right, well, Hector in South Bay, welcome to to Chris. Hector, how are you doing today? What's up, fellas? How we doing? We're doing well. Here we hey, go. Hector. First question. What Catholic prayer lends its name to a very long forward pass thrown with time running out in American football? Uh, the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary very is good. correct. Nice work. Yeah. Hector, we move to number two. What female singer had a wardrobe malfunction during Super Bowl 38 <laughs> halftime show? Uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson is correct. Scraby, if you put another Roman numeral in here, folks, <laughs> did he put did he put uh, X X X V I I I? I I I did, and you know, originally I put Super Bowl thirty eight in there. I was like, let's see what happens when yeah, I put the Roman numeral. He tried right. to throw me, but I got it. You, you did. You did. You did. All right, here we go. Question number three. That's because there was no subtracting in that Roman numeral. You have to go backwards. <laughs> no, I didn't have to go backwards. You're right. Um. As of the beginning of twenty of the twenty twenty season, which PGA Tour golfer has won the most career money without ever winning a major championship? I do not know. Hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> do not know is incorrect. Hold That's on, though, That's Chris. For this is a the tough steal. one. That is a really tough one. Uh, what is it now? No majors? No majors. And the most money. Most money. <sighs> and the only one I can even think of to guess is Ricky Fowler. Ricky, the orange hat Fowler, is incorrect. You know what, Chris? Oh, Hector, all right. We got ourselves a winner. You know what, Chris? Good job, hey. Hector. I'm going to put you on hold, Hector. Stay right there. Hey, thank you. You're very uh, welcome. But before you say that, can I give the answer, though? Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I believe it's Matt Kuchar. Yes. Uh, isn't Matt that the Kuchar. Matt Kuchar that had a little issue with the uh, paying of... Uh, the caddy, El Toucan. The caddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he won $52 and, million. And how, how ironic is it that he's won the most money and he I had know. the problem paying the caddy? Thank you to Richie uh, B 9 for that one. But, Chris, Ricky Fowler is, an, is a great, great guess. 
I'm no, surprised, I thought, honestly. I, I thought Fowler was like maybe the highest rated golfer who hasn't won a major. I don't know. No, the he, rankings he, change all the time, but I didn't know about money. That Matt Kuchar was. I mean, he's got the most money because he's been playing a lot longer than Ricky Fowler. I mean, Matt Kuchar's been playing for a long, long time and always been a very good golfer, just never happened to win a major and a little bit of a cheapskate when it comes to paying his cat. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. What was bit. that story, Scraby? Do you remember it? Yeah, he, 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 I believe he won the tournament, and he yeah. paid him his, like, and the guy, the, the guy, like filled in though, didn't he? Yeah, he because filled regular in. Regular caddy couldn't couldn't work or something. Yeah, L two can was a, a local, and he filled in. But Scraby remembers his name. Scraby knows well, the guy's name. The only reason I put two and two together is because of the two can Sam in the the Fruit Loops. Isn't that Fruit uh-huh. Loops? Yeah. Well, that's two would... mentions for Fruit Loops. It is. <laughs> it's pretty good. No, uh, uh, he he paid him like the base fee, but he didn't pay him for winning. I believe was the thing. This happened like and that's a common. Year ago. That's common. Like you pay your caddy like ten percent, or he right. he, he paid him win. something that wasn't. If he didn't pay him ten percent, he paid him like three percent or something. Yeah, like was that. he eventually shamed number. into paying the guy? What he, he was, was supposed eventually to pay him? shamed. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think he was. Was. he did or not. I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure he was shamed into to to paying him a little the, bit. Giving more. L two can his uh, his cut. Man, yeah. shame ain't shame ain't no joke, man. Shame will make you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I just yeah. asked Dan That's Snyder. That's funny. I mean, that, I, I had forgotten all about that, but. I mean, what a crappy thing to have follow you for your whole career, right? Matt Kuchar. You know? I probably wouldn't even remember his name had it not been for that incident. Like, that's the only thing you even remember about him. Well, I didn't know that he was the most winningest uh, golfer, money winner, that, yeah. money winner that hasn't actually won a major. All right, here it is. Toucan was paid $5,000 in the first payment, and then months later, after he was shamed out of it, Matt Kuchar paid him 45000 Wow. So Matt Kuchar, who and how many career did you did you say how much career winnings he's got? Fifty two million. Yeah, fifty two million. Fifty two million, and he was haggling over forty thousand with a with a guy who helped him win well, the tournament. Well, originally, I think it. Come on. I I understand, Chris. I understand. Originally, no, 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 though, I, I think, don't think you do. I think. Come on. <laughs> I think he just needed a guy to carry his bag. I mean, he didn't need. I don't think he needs a guy to help him with yardage. You would think that he would just be just out of reasonability, though, to say, "Man, the guy." Even if the guy didn't say a word to him the entire tournament, he had to at least be good luck on a. I, on I'm a about to say when he it, won the tournament. You got to give a at least come up with a little bit of money for that. As superstitious as most golfers are, you would think yeah. that he would have thought, "Oh, this guy is good luck." He does, and he doesn't even give any advice. He's just out here carrying my my clubs. It's not for like him. Matt Kuchar wins every week. I mean, he just. I mean, he won with this guy on the bag. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think Matt Kuchar, well, he deserved to be shamed. I will say that. <laughs> uh, by the way, L2 Can says Matt Kuchar and him are best friends now. Not best friends, but they're friends. Oh, yeah. He'd been shamed into paying him. I would have got $45,000 out of it. That <laughs> would be close Not to bad. him, too. Well, it's a just, big... in case, just in case he needs a little fill in caddy, too. I, I, I can, I, if we're cool, still, I have a shot to be. Yeah, I don't think L2 Can's getting the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Kuchar's not going to call him because he doesn't want to give him any money. That's true. Oh, Matt, right, Kuchar, let's get... Matt Kuchar's a cheapskate. Sorry, Matt. Hang with him, Matt. Uh, 97 through the fans. <laughs> Padres Roundtable Series presented by Bud Light Seltzer Wednesdays. At noon each week, all the fans host 
uh, we'll break down a different Padre position group next week. We got the outfielders. Again, that's Wednesday at noon here on 97.3 The Fan. Of course, if you missed our show earlier today, you'll catch it again in the 6 o'clock hour. So, and we were so, on fire today on the relief pitching, I thought. We were. I thought we, we were. really did a really good show today, really good roundtable, lots of really interesting stuff, a lot of good statistics and stuff I didn't really know about Pierce Johnson and – all these Padre relievers, it is unbelievable how many good relief pitchers they have, at least on paper, heading into this season. So let's yeah. hope it all holds up. Let's indeed do that. Let's step away and take a break. When we return, Ed Ordering tells Vice President Mike Pence. I see some imitations coming up. Oh, Ed Ordering. He tells Vice President Mike Pence that America needs football do that how's it going hector congratulations today's winner of chris versus the fans chris hello tony gwen jr gwen and chris back at you 422 is the time coming up on our big five today don't forget at six o'clock our round table talking nothing but padre baseball for a commercial free hour and focusing on the Padres great bullpen uh, that'll be coming up with all uh, all of the uh, 97 through the host coming up at six o'clock hey you can win a five hundred dollar sprouts farmers market gift card from 97 through the fan it's the radio.com app contest it's going on now through July the 20th download the radio.com app favorite 97 through the fan and hit play for your chance to win a $500 Sprouts Farmer's Market gift card, go to 97.3thefansd.com for more details. And, of course, uh, if you go to 97.3thefansd.com, you hit the Listen Live button, you can listen to the program. Uh, we know that, Tony, because while you were away on Monday, apparently my mom uh, was uh, – Finally figured out how to hook up the show on her computer, and uh, I've been trying to teach her to do this for like the last nine months, and uh, she got hooked up to the show on Monday and heard you weren't there Monday, and uh, she goes, I heard you hosting the show today, and I heard Tony had the day off, and I said, yeah, it's good. It's nice for him to have a day off. She goes, you know what my mom says? When do you get a day off? (laughs) She wasn't wasn't concerned about anything other than making sure that I got a day off in there somewhere as well. She wants there to be equal treatment. That's that's my uh, moms want equal treatment on uh, on those things. But uh, anyway, uh, Ed Orgeron, he's he's the uh, coach of the defending national champion college football team, LSU. And uh, Ed Orgeron would like to defend that championship. I. I must say, uh, with all due respect, uh, I'd love to see Ed get a chance to defend that championship as well. I think everybody would. We'd love to see a college football season. We just don't know if it's going to actually happen. Um, But Ed Orgeron was evidently speaking to the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, telling him about the need for football. And uh, here's what Ed Orgeron had to say. Having to do what? I just yeah, want to say may real I help quick. you scrape you with something. <laughs> I just put my hand in the camera, like <laughs> yes. Hey, hello, sir. Can I have a question? No, I just want to say the audio. I did my best, but I couldn't find a clean feed. But this is the best audio I could find of it. So wait, this is Ed Orgeron, who's already hard to understand. Correct. In, <laughs> oh, in audio, that is hard to understand. Uh yeah, correct. But All right. 
So we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this goes. I'm going into the season. Joe Burrow was a projected six-round draft choice. He went the first player pick in the draft and signed for thirty-three million dollars. If he didn't play last season, nobody ever knows about Joe Burrow going to win a championship. I don't think we can take this away from these players. Take this away from our state and our country. We need football. Football is the lifeblood of our country, in my opinion. I guess everything going, the economy going, the economy in Baton Rouge, the economy in the state of Louisiana. And, uh, you know, these, these young men need this chance now. All right, what Ed was saying there is it. Was uh, it too hard to understand? Should we not play second clip? I actually no, understood him pretty good. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I got most of it. I, I'm just saying that he – I mean, he's saying that, you know, we, we at all costs we have to play football. And I just – you know, I don't know that we can do it at all costs, Tony. That's the problem. I mean, I mean, his using his example of Joe Burrow from last year that he was a sixth-round draft choice, ended up being the number one pick and getting $33 million, that's all worked out perfectly fine. But if last year were the same situation as we're in right now in this country, in this world with the coronavirus pandemic, and they had a college football season last year, you never know if Joe Burrow might have gotten sick. Right. I mean, that's the thing that worries me about college football. You're you're talking about hundreds and, you know, more than 100 guys on every team. You're talking about 120 Division One teams. You're talking about thousands and thousands of players playing the sport of football, which is already, we discussed earlier, tough enough to get through without, you know, having a lot of contact. It's impossible to get through without having contact. Uh, at least the pros are getting paid. And we already discussed their issues right now with the fact that, you know, coronavirus, is that a non-football-related injury? But should we be risking these kids? And I mean, I, I know that the kids want to play, and I know we all want them to play. We had Bryce Miller on the other day from the Union Tribune, Tony, while you were gone. And, and he said, you know, as much as it pains him to say it and write it, it might just have to be where we go a season without college football. You can't put kids in harm's way just to make sure that everybody gets the money that they need to get to keep their college football programs going. So that was his point, and I think it's a pretty good point. I mean, I, I see Ed Orgeron's side. I see everybody else's side. Uh, football is great for the economy. It's great for everybody's spirits. But I don't know. Can you put college kids in, in harm's way? What do you think? I don't think you can, right? I mean, yeah. A lot- Parents send their kids to school hoping that, A, they get education, but, B, they're protected. I don't know that playing football is protecting them at this point. And I hear Ed. Listen, I'm a big fan of Ed Orgeron. But uh, I think he's being short-sighted here. Uh, Listen, part of the reason why you're seeing states shut down again is because we opened up too fast the first time, right? Um, I'm not sure that just continuing to blow past the stop signs or the red lights that are flashing in front of us is a good idea. And I think playing football at this point right now in July, with July 15th, doesn't seem likely. But that could change in a matter of two, three, four weeks. We don't know. We don't know what's in front of us. But to just blanketly you know, throw out there that you should, that we we got to bring football back as the lifeblood. Well, yeah, if it can be done safely. And right now, it doesn't seem like that is the case right now. Yeah, 
I, I don't see any other way to look at it, even though I want to look at it in every other way. You know, I, I just I, I don't see any way around what you're talk what you're saying, and I think you're accurate. I um, you know, look, we've had the Big Ten already talk about going conference only. The Pac-12 has followed suit; they're going conference only. The SEC hasn't made that same announcement. We're waiting to hear from the ACC and the Big 12. Um, you know, the the SEC, I, I think there, I joke about this often, but I I think there is a certain amount of arrogance that goes along with being in the SEC, and yeah. you think you're a little bit bigger than the game, and you're doing all the championships, and you got all the best players, and all. What was the draft this year? It was like 35 percent of the players taken in the draft were from the SEC. So, we get it. I mean, the SEC is king. It, it is. But that doesn't mean that you can just go ahead and play at the risk of these kids' health, no, no matter who you are. And uh, that's something that, uh, you know, they're going to have to figure out. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Could you, could, you, could you imagine college football where nobody was playing in the fall except for SEC teams were playing each other and they were the only ones playing? No, <laughs> I can't either, but that's the way the SEC seems to be going about this. You know, they're just like, no, nah, there's going to be football. We're playing. Well, listen, if if they're the only uh, league conference that's playing and everybody else is either not playing or pushing it to spring, I, I don't know how that's going to look. Or do you want to watch Alabama play against a conference foe every week? Do you mean that's what we would be getting? Is I guess uh, is that? I, I know Alabama know. doesn't want to play a conference for every week. I know Alabama <laughs> wants to be playing the Citadel, right? You know right. that's who they're used to playing on the, every other week. I, yeah, this 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 is to me this is a wait and see. I I I, I want to see football like everybody else, uh, but I, I definitely don't want to see anybody getting sick because of no. it. So let's. It's so interesting to hear. I mean, Clemson. They're you know they they go on and on with practice. Uh, regardless of all the amount of positive tests uh oklahoma's coach lincoln riley he wants football and he thinks they can play ed orgeron thinks they can play these are all of the cream of the crop you know top tier programs in the country jim harbaugh michigan same kind of uh, attitude i i understand how much money's involved and i understand but look i the thing that I brought up to Bryce Miller the other day was if you don't have college football, then what about all of the other athletes in college sports who are not going to have a chance to play their sport this year? And I mean, I know a lot of these kids personally, Tony, I know you do too when it comes to the San Diego state baseball team and my uh, connection with the women's basketball program. I mean, these kids work their tails off, and, and this, this means everything to them. And, and, I mean, if they had to not be able to play, I would feel so terrible for them. But at the same time, I think if you polled all of the players, let's just use San Diego State as an example, but if you polled all the players on the San Diego State baseball team and said, in order for you guys to have a season, we're going to have to risk the health of all the guys on the football team. Yeah. Yeah, I think I the mean, answer from the baseball players would be, hey, well, then we can't have a season. Yeah, I think that would be the right? answer from most of the baseball yeah. players. So as hard as it would be, every baseball kid, college baseball player, wants there to be, you know, wants to be able to play baseball next year. They already missed this past season, or, of, you know, 90% of it anyway was cut short. 
So, you know, all these college baseball players, they want to be able to play next fall. you got to have the funds to be able to play. And in order to have the funds, you need college football. So yeah. it's really a tricky one. And, it, it, you know, but the bottom line is I just don't think – I don't think you can gamble with people's health. So we'll see where it all goes. Um, I think you probably have it right, Tony. It's a wait-and-see thing. But as it sits right now, college football seems to be – a long shot to me and i hope that that changes so yeah. we'll just have to wait and hope that we get some good news and some and we learn more and a little bit more knowledge will be power and a little bit more knowledge will allow us to move forward with some college football and and keep things moving along because there's so many people who depend on it uh quick time out coming up when we return big five is headed our way with mr scraby Uh, I'm Chris Sello. That is Tony Gwynn Jr. It's Gwynn and Chris. We are hanging with you until our Padre Roundtable at 6 o'clock this evening. Stick around. Big Five next on Gwynn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. It's now time to expand our horizons, step outside the box. Who the hell are you guys? And turn this show upside down. No. Whatever it is, no. Gwynn and Chris will now talk about the best of the rest. In the one, the only, the extraordinary. The Big Five, which starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Tony, while you are gone, uh, it was really fun asking myself questions. I got to talk about myself <laughs> in the third person. It was amazing. It was fun. So. It's the one time you guess you get a pass to do that, right? Uh, yeah. What were you saying, Chris? What, what kind of so backhanded compliment? Like Henderson doing the Big Five. <laughs> yeah, I did. Sound like Ricky Henderson doing the Big Five. Uh, if you have any Big Five topics, find me on Twitter at Matt Scraby. You can find Tony at Tony Good Jr. You can find Chris at ChrisLOSD. Not Chris.LOSD. That's the fake account. So everybody keep that keep that in mind. Oh, Chris, Chris got his account copied, huh? He did. He did. We have a whole session oh. yesterday on the show about how you can go and report it as spam. But we don't want him then to go to the real one, Chris LOSD, because that's his real account. Chris dot LOSD is the bad account. If you get something from Chris dot LOSD reported as spam, Chris dot LOSD on Instagram reported as spam, and that'll put an end to it. Yes, it will. Or you can call me and uh, discuss whatever it is the people are trying to sell you. I, I heard uh, international monetary funds. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody called me today, actually, and wanted to know, wanted to ask me some questions about what I was apparently trying to sell them. And I said, I'm <laughs> sorry, it's not me. So you already have a day job. Yeah, I'm, I'm plenty. I got my hands full with you guys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't have time for anything else. Well, the NBA has approved several messages which players can wear on the back of their jerseys in order to share their feelings and viewpoints on social justice. Among the most popular choices are equality, Black Lives Matter, and vote. Jimmy Butler explained what he is going to do with the back of his jersey. I have decided not to. With that being said, I hope that my last name doesn't go in there as well. Just because I, I love and respect all the messages that the league did choose. But for me, um, I felt like with no message, with no name, it's going back to like who I was. And if I wasn't who I was today, um, I'm no different than anybody else of, of color. And I want that to be my message in the sense that um, just because I'm an NBA player, everybody has the same right, no matter what, 
And um, that's how I feel about my people of color. That was Jimmy Butler. He's going to wear nothing on the back of his jersey. So, uh, Tony, you're up first since you're back. What is most effective for you? Is it something like Black Lives Matter, a quality vote, or is it nothing, or is it just your last name? I think it all is effective. Um, I think it's to each his own. You know, LeBron and AD, uh, Kawhi have decided to, you know, don their names on the back of their jersey because they plan to continue to make these type of moves. Um regardless of whether they're playing on the bass, they're going to keep the spotlight on it in their own way. And I think it has to be that way. It has to be um, everybody's dis- individual decision on how they approach this because it's it's only meaningful if it is that way. If, if it's forced, it's not meaningful. So um, I think all of it is good, and, and however guys choose to use their platform, uh, kudos to them. Chris, what do you think? What is most effective for you? I was thinking of uh, if I had the if – if I was good enough to be in the NBA and somebody gave me the option to put something on the back of my jersey, and I think I would put change on there. I, I think that would be the word I would choose. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's any better, any different, any more special than anybody else's selection. Uh, and I don't even know the change is actually one of the options that the NBA gave. I, 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 I didn't – a hundred percent agree with that whole notion that here's a list of what you can put on there and you got to choose something out of this list. I, I think players should have been given a little bit more freedom than that. And, uh, if there was something that was pushing the envelope too hard, then, uh, we could, you know, take it as on a case by case basis. But, uh, I think it's good that the players get to, you know, get an opportunity to express themselves and, that's kind of the way I thought the whole idea was in the first place, and then it all got kind of limited, and and I, I think I think some players took a little exception to being limited and, and felt like their voices were being squelched a little bit. So, um, you know, I think but Tony's right. To everybody, to each their own, whatever works best. The main the main thing is is not an, a message on the back of a jersey. The main thing is continuing to work to make progress and change in our society and. I think most guys uh, are pretty committed to doing that. Number four. The North Carolina Tar Heels have been the UNC Chapel Hill. It has been the nickname for UNC Chapel Hill for as long as many people can remember. But now a group wants to change that. The group called the Union Soldier Campaign argues that Tar Heels are associated with Confederate soldiers and they want the name changed. Uh, here is CBS 17 WNCN in North Carolina with the report, and it's uh, it's kind of long. It's a minute and 15, but they get everything we need to know in the report. That's not an appropriate name, uh, in my humble opinion. William Thorpe is the director of the campaign. He argues that a Tar Heel is what you would call a Confederate soldier from North Carolina, and that it's not an appropriate nickname for black athletes at UNC. If they proudly use the term Tar Heel, then they are in essence saying that they are happy and contented slaves. It was not a high status job. UNC history professor Harry Watson says a Tar Heel is someone who would get tar on their heels while working in the eastern part of the state centuries ago. At times, 
that work was linked to people of color, um, uh, male slaves usually. But he says by the time the Civil War came around, people of all races embraced the nickname, and that did include Confederate soldiers. They call themselves Tar Heels not to say that they were Confederate. They call themselves Tar Heels because they were saying they were from North Carolina. I believe that usage is almost entirely forgotten. You might argue that there are more pressing issues of social justice to uh, concentrate on. Again, that's CBS 17, WNCN in North Carolina with the report. And I'm not going to ask you about North Carolina, whether or not they should change their name. Uh, unrelated to this specific story, Chris, how should we determine what needs to be changed? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's, oh that's boy! Really is. A Should tough I put my question. feet up? Should I put my feet up? <laughs> no, I, I don't have a lengthy answer to this. Um, I, I think everything is. I think everything a little bit is up for reexamination right now, and then that's not a bad thing. Um, so let's take a look at each individual case, and I, I mean, when things bother a larger group of people, I, I think you have to take it seriously. I, I, I don't think it, I think it would be very hypocritical of me to be, you know, very much behind FC Washington changing the football nickname and not at least give some respect to some people in North Carolina who feel that that is uh, a bad look, you know, but I think I need more knowledge in each, in each case. I need more knowledge. Um, before I can come to a determination. But, yeah, I think we should examine all of it right now. We're kind of in that mode, so let's stick with it. What a, that was a pretty good answer, Chris, for, for, for being caught off guard with the question. I, I thought that was good. Um, Tony, unrelated to this specific story, how should we determine what needs to be changed? I think it's got to be a case-by-case basis. Um, just using the Tar Heels thing, for instance you got two different explanations there and that would coming to a decision on that would involve actually dipping into some of this research and figuring out what's what and what's not uh, but I think it should be on a case-by-case -case basis we shouldn't in our country that is a melting pot uh, we shouldn't be having things that offend people as Chris said but uh, that also means we all need to do more research to find out you know the 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 heritage that some of these things have or may not have. Uh, but I definitely think nothing should just be pushed aside. Everything is open to be looked at on an individual basis, I think. Yeah, they want the, uh, I don't know if it said it in the story, I can't remember if I heard it, but they said Rams should be the replacement name because... They do have a, a, yes. a, a character with a ram head, yes. or a ram-looking body yeah. at least. So that, that's what they want to change it to, but I found that interesting just because I, I, I honestly have never really looked into why they're called the Tar Heels, so... I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, and, and I, I remember watching when I was in high school at a big basketball tournament... Uh, Compton High School, and they're the Tar Babies. So I wonder what. What? Yeah, that's the that's their their mascot. Is it because of the La Brea Tar Pits? I have no idea. I, I haven't done so. any research on it. But that is, uh, if if the one of the two gentlemen is right, then I, I would like to know how does that then carry over. And that's high school, so it's not on a, as big a stage. But those things go around all the time. There are. 
schools named after folks that yeah. weren't necessarily uh, the best of people. Number three. One of the big questions for the Angels, or as I typed on my sheet, the Angles, is how much they are going to use dual-threat pitcher and fielder Shohei Otani. Will he pitch in relief? Will he be a spot starter? Will he starter? Well, Angels manager or Angles manager Joe Madden shed some light with the media. We're planning on using him like he's used to be being used, meaning once a week. So we're going to set it up so that we can utilize him once a week. Off days will always play into this. Um, so think of it more on pitching one day per week as opposed to five or six. That's something we have to be uh, creative with to, to make sure that, that again, we run him out once a week. And by doing that, we believe we'll be getting the optimal, his optimal abilities. Uh, Tony, how would you use Shohei Otani this season? I would definitely use him in the way that he probably is more accustomed to being used. And you heard uh, Joe Madden refer to it. And that's pitching once a week as opposed to every fifth day or sixth day. Um, he's coming off of Tommy John surgery. So uh, I think it's and, – and he's an in, he's an investment type of player too that they have. So I think it would behoove them to, to, to protect him at all costs. And I think the best way you do that this year, especially if he's going to be a two-way player. Pitching once a week, not once every five or six days, once a week. I think uh, I think that's probably the best way to to get the most out of them. Chris, how would you use Shohei Otani this season? Uh, the way Madden's going to use him. I mean, I, I think, I think you know, one of the jobs of a manager is to figure out what suits a player the best. And, uh, you know, if he's figured out that the, the thing that's going to suit Otani the best is a pitch once a week, then that's when he should do it is once a week. Um, I know one thing, he's going to have to find his control, though. The last time he was, the last outing he had, unless he's had another one recently, didn't he walk like nine guys in one inning or something? I mean, he was wildly all over the place. So he's going to have to harness that arm again and uh, and find the strike zone. But um, I, I think you should try to use most of your players in the way that they would most like to be used. That's what good coaches do. Yes, they do. Utah Jazz All-Star Center Rudy Gobert, who was the first NBA player to test positive for the coronavirus in March, will not be relying on the league's anonymous safety tip line to hold others accountable within the Orlando bubble. Tony, have you heard about this? There's a snitch line. Yes, for I people. heard about this. This yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, Gobert said, I don't know if someone's going to use it. Scraby, by the way, loves the snitch I'm line. I'm sure Scraby Dude. loves it. He thinks that the whole world should be made up of snitch lines. <laughs> I, I don't know if I go snitch, that far, but I do love lines. the snitch line. I do love the snitch line. Um, oh, Gobert said, I don't know if someone's going to use it, but I think it's sort of petty. At the same time, you want to make sure that people respect the rules, but I don't think the line will really help at that point. I think it's more about respecting each other and all do it as small as community. Everyone is pretty much educated about the virus at this point, and it's more about respect. At the same time, you want to make sure you socialize and all and do all those things, but still respecting each other's space and try to wear the mask inside, especially when it's covered or crowded. I mean, uh, Chris, yeah. if you're Rudy Gobert's agent, what do you advise him to do while talking about COVID being the first player tested positive in the NBA after touching a bunch of microphones and making jokes about it? I know it's a long question. What do I advise him? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind, I, if I'm his agent, I'd be like, let's not, let's not talk about don't tip go lines. There? Yeah, let's not talk about tip lines and say it's petty and all this other stuff because you were the guy who was joking about it, touching a bunch of microphones, and then got the NBA shut down. So. Yeah, well, I don't really look at it as the fact that Rudy Gobert got the NBA shut down. Uh, you do. Um, maybe some people do. I think the coronavirus is a little bigger than Rudy Gobert. Yes. I, don't, yes. I, I don't believe he was like the first person that got this and tested positive and shut down the NBA, which then led to the shutdown of baseball. And I mean, I know that's how it transpired, but I don't believe we can. I don't believe we can 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 trace all of the coronavirus pandemic back to Rudy Gobert. Uh, whereas I know you do. Um, I, I don't do that. <laughs> yes, you do. I do not trace um, it back to Rudy Gobert. The yes, NBA, as far yes, as you're concerned, yes. he's the poster child for the coronavirus. I mean, it almost um, ended his teammate friendship with Donovan Mitchell, who contracted it after Rudy Gobert yeah, did. Reportedly, and Mitchell said everything was fine. I, 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 I don't know that I would advise him to talk a whole lot about it. Probably not. Not the best subject he can be part of but if he's going to talk about it he ought to probably talk about it in in uh, you know general terms more a little more general terms but 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 also trying to be teaching terms i mean mm. he he learned firsthand you know what can happen if you if you're not serious enough about this this pandemic so i i wouldn't keep him away from it entirely but i would have him watch his p's and q's a little bit more yes uh, Tony, what do you think? Quickly, um, I think uh, I would let him. I didn't think he handled that wrong. I think oh, okay. you let him be. I mean, he's a grown man at this point. I think he realizes his actions earlier were stupid and and immature. Um, but I think the snitch hotline is going to be hilarious. It's going to be weaponized. Oh yeah, by teams. Oh yeah, throughout the season, there are going to be people dry snitching and telling stuff that didn't even happen. There, Just to try to get somebody yeah. into a... Scraby's already got a plan to eliminate LeBron James from the NBA Finals. <laughs> well, the NBA, well, there's a bunch of memes out there of like a picture of LeBron on the phone, and it has like a caption that says, Hey, I just saw Quiet McDonald's outside the bubble line. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, all is fair in love and war. Here we go. Uh, real quick, last one. one. This doesn't really need to be answered, but the, the trademark name squatter, Philip McCauley, who has the bunch of the trademarks for the, the Washington NFL team, uh, he said he wants to sell it. He said he wants to get going on this. So, what do you guys think? Where are you at with trademark squatters? Smart. I hope, I hope they come up with another uh, nickname. That he doesn't have. With. Yeah, that's <laughs> so whack, man. That's my take. All right, Chris. Real quick, uh, we have four seconds. Get a life. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that was funny. See you guys. Five o'clock hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.